You are now listening to Debbie Hookson's Big Wisdom Podcast, a thought-provoking, life-changing tool that will help you expand your perspective on living a life you love. Hosted by Debbie Hookson, a life changer, international speaker, and world-renowned author. Why wait a lifetime to make the changes and enjoy the success that you deserve? Hello, and welcome to my little podcast of Big Wisdom. And I'm Debbie Huxton, and I'd like to talk to you about self-belief. During this podcast, I'm going to gift you five simple strategies that you can put in place that will help you change negative self-beliefs forever. Wisdom is nothing more than healed pain. That's a quote by Robert Gary Lee. And I wrote my book, The Little Book of Big Wisdom, based on the experiences that I've been through in my lifetime and the things that I've done and applied to my attitude, to my self-belief that have helped me heal and change the way I view and see life. And that's how this podcast was born. Why do I share my wisdom? I share my wisdom because if I can help one person make some stunning changes in your life, then all of the pain that I've been through and the journey that I've been on to heal that pain is most definitely worth it. You know, 10 years ago, I was a very different person. Today, I sit here content, fulfilled, great peace of mind, enjoying my life, enjoying what I do to go out there and help others. But 10 years ago, it's a very different story. I was very unhappy I was overweight, I was unhealthy, I was overworked, I was overstressed. And that's a story for many people out there in society today. But I dared to change, I dared to look in the mirror and say no more. And I knew I needed to face my demons, I knew I needed to face up to some of the pain that I'd experienced in life, that I'd stored up, I hadn't acknowledged and I hadn't looked at, because I was scared, I was living in fear. Well today... I want to give you the gift of five simple steps, five simple steps that will help you change your self-belief, that will help you deal with experiences you've had in your life, all that pain that you've stored up and not looked at, that you've brushed under the carpet. You know, how I dealt with mine was I overate, hid myself in food, became more and more overweight, hid behind being really overweight and nobody would bother me when I was overweight. I was seen as a jolly fat person and it was a facade. It was a complete facade and I knew I needed to change. So I want you to know today that the five things that I'm going to give you are just a simple process that you can apply right now. I want you to do it right now. Start applying these things in your mind and then put them down on paper that will help you change your self-beliefs. The first thing I want you to do is acknowledge. Acknowledge and identify your feelings. Where in your body do you feel it? What does it feel like? What thoughts are coming up? You know, with lots of my clients, as I take them through the journey of coaching and I'm helping them develop their businesses and become completely bulletproof with their emotions because, you know, the business world is a big roller coaster. I get them to start exploring their thoughts So I want you to think about keeping a thought journal and I want you to start writing down where in your body do you feel the feelings? What does it feel like? What thoughts are coming up? 
is these thoughts are what your mind is defining as your truth. And you can redefine your truth. You may be thinking, I'm not good enough, I can't do this. I'm just so weak. I really can't be bothered anymore. I'm broken. Or something around those lines. These are not feelings. These do not describe how you feel. They describe what you think you are. These are your false truth. If you change I am to I feel when these truths come up, when you hear I'm not good enough, replace it with I feel lonely. If you change I am to I feel when these truths come up, when you hear I'm broken, replace it with I feel broken. You can then start to shift your truth. My personal truth was sometimes, and still is, I'm incapable. But when I changed that to I feel incapable, I really notice a difference in the emphasis. I used to truly believe that I was incapable of a lot of things, usually relating to work. And I feel incapable is a statement of the negativity that my mind was stuck in, a false belief, not a truth about myself. Now, once you've recognised you aren't the things that you're saying, they're only feelings, it's only a way you feel, you can start to dig deeper and you can ask yourself why you feel this way. What's behind the feelings? The challenge is that most people don't dig deep enough. You've really got to get behind the thing behind the thing to start really eradicating it and changing it and shifting it and giving you the positive results that you want. The second challenge there is that most people won't spend the time digging deep because everybody wants a quick fix. We're living in this world of microwave mentality. Everybody wants it fixed now. And this takes time. You know, if you're age 46 like me or if you're 35, whatever age you are, You've had 35 years of not shifting this stuff, 35 years of ingrained truths. So for you to start shifting these things around, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some effort and it's going to take consistency. And finally, it's going to take commitment. But how hungry are you for change? Because if you're hungry for change and you can have the power to dig deep enough and you will commit and you will say that you'll be consistent then my goodness, the results that you will experience by applying these tips that I am sharing will be magnificent. So the second tip I want you to think about after you've started to acknowledge your feelings and started to explore them and identify what those feelings are, what those truths really are, is I want you to accept your feelings. Repeat them to yourself, but without judgment. Don't judge them, feel them. If you feel like crying, let yourself cry. If you have tension, sit with that tension for a moment and breathe it in and then breathe it out. I felt incapable of some of the things that I was trying to achieve in my life because I'd performed poorly in school. And I'd performed poorly in school because I didn't feel that I fitted in. And when I started to explore my feelings... I use this evidence that I was truly incapable of doing better to f- accept that I could let go. 
This acceptance hurts because you're looking it in the eye, but it ultimately brings us peace by releasing the negativity we're holding on to. When I was overeating, I knew I was responsible for my weight gain. And it hurt, it hurt to accept that I was responsible for being overweight. I was responsible of not taking care of my health. So I want you to start understanding that once you start to accept your feelings, acceptance may be slightly painful, but ultimately brings great peace by releasing the negativity that we're holding on to. The third thing I'd like you to start applying, and the third point of this, the simple step that you can take, is you need to now start replacing your old truths with new ones. Back them up with reasoning and trust that this is the real truth. For example, you might change, I feel that I'm not good enough to, I am good enough. I am having a hard time because I accept that I'm working on these issues to become even stronger. By accepting that, I felt incapable because of the past. I could now remember the good things that happened in my job, the projects that I'd done, the degree that I'd achieved, and the things that I was proud of and the people who I'd helped and the difference that I'd made as a nurse. The fourth simple step that you do after you've done the first three steps is repeat the new truth back to yourself. This is where you start to apply consistency. Notice what feelings come up and compare them to the feelings that came up from step two when I asked you to go back and start accepting your feelings. So notice what feelings come up and compare them to the feelings that came up from step two when you were accepting your feelings. Which feels better to you? Which sounds more true to you now? The intent of going through these steps is to examine these truths in your gut. You know, that real truth inside you, that intuition. You may feel a sense of relief after doing this once, but you may not. You may not feel much different at all. But if you trust your intuition, the new truth will become the new voice in your head after going through the steps more times over and over and over again. It's all about repetition. Think about when you were learning to drive. When you first got in the car, you thought to yourself, I could never do this. This is just, there's just so much to do, so much to remember. And as you went forward with those lessons, even after lesson three or four, you didn't think anything was happening. But by the time you got to lesson 10 and then lesson 20, wow, things had really changed. But you went out on a regular basis repeating the same things over and over again until things changed. And that change for you was learning to drive and being able and capable of driving a car in that particular example. So I know on a deeper level that I was actually capable of doing a good job. And I know that I'm actually capable of doing a great job running my business. A job that I can be proud of. That I do things now that I can be very proud of. And the negative truth hid what I really knew I was capable of. I was hiding behind a brick wall of negative truths. What is your brick wall of negative truth? What are you hiding behind? What truths are you telling yourselves that are holding you back? The fifth and final step that I want you, apply, want you to apply once you've done those four first steps is to start to do something constructive with these good thoughts. Start to write 
Start to take part in some art. Start to make music if you're musical. If you like dancing, go out dancing. Exercise, do something physical. So, for example, I have clients, one that took up dancing with her partner and now dances over and over again. I have a client that loved to paint and when they were younger, used to paint on an easel at home in a studio. She was very fortunate that her father liked to paint as well. And she'd stopped doing that as a teenager and she's gone back to doing that. Myself, I've taken up physical exercise. I work out regularly three times a week, if not more. I have a personal trainer. I've also started writing my second book and I'm really excited that that's going to be published next Easter. But what can you do? What constructive things can you do with these good thoughts, these new truths, these real truths that are empowering you? Do something that expresses how you feel now, that solidifies in your body as well as your mind what your truth really is and how good you deserve to feel about yourself. No matter what unpleasant circumstances you may be going through, our bodies contain memories that we don't consciously know of and doing something active with these new ideas and feelings will bring positive body associations. I like to journal. I encourage all of my Mastermind members to journal. I love yoga. I find yoga to be very soothing and there's something about connecting the body and mind when you're having to just focus on moving the body in a flexible way. I encourage meditation and for those of you that want it, you just need to send me a message go over to my website and just ask me to send you my free me- uh, memo, meditation memo. You can find it on this podcast series. But give yourself the time to sit and question what you know to be a false truth that's possibly holding you back, that can allow you to let that go. And reinforce your new truth over and over. And each time an old truth comes up, go through these steps again, over and over again. Your brain currently has a habit of jumping from a negative feeling to a false truth in your consciousness as a single thought. Sometimes these thoughts are also subconscious, as they were for me, because you've ignored them for such a long time as your mind tried to shield you from the pain of admitting negative feelings. I am capable actually led me to feel so poorly Telling myself I'm incapable actually led me to feel so poorly about myself that I really did start to lose it. My relationship with my husband got in tatters. I couldn't focus. And thinking I wasn't able to do the things that I wanted to try and achieve started to have massive implications on my health. As I said, I was overeating and becoming overweight. And being overweight, I actually started to see a cardiac consultant because I was having heart problems My cholesterol was sky high. But once I started to dismantle and disarm those negative truths that were actually attacking me, I was able to start fresh, not let the subconscious truth fester and keep me from being productive. And it was like I woke up. It was like an awakening. It was almost like somebody had taken my sunglasses off and all of a sudden the world was bright again. So I want you to be very mindful that you are in control of this, you're in control of your same self-belief and by applying these five steps of acknowledging and identifying your feelings, then accepting your feelings and not judging them, then replacing your old truths with new ones, backing it up with reasoning and trusting that this is the real truth, then repeating the new truth over and over again back to yourself, becoming repetitive and consistent 
and then doing something constructive with these new truths, with these new good thoughts. Once you start to bring all of that together, you start to become very functional and you go from feeling dysfunctional to very, very functional. You know, you can start doing this right now. All you have to do is trust that it's worked for me and it can work for you if you will apply it. And once you start to form these good habits, it really starts to feel like the real truth. And you deserve that. You deserve to live your life full of the real truth. I want you to remember that you are absolutely amazing. You have been listening to Debbie Huxton's Big Wisdom podcast. To inject more big wisdom into your life, follow Debbie on Twitter at Debbie Huxton. For more valuable content, visit her website at www.debbie-huxton.com.